Welcome, everybody, to a brand new episode of the Track Record Podcast. I'm your host, Chance. This is episode number 30, which is insane to think about. It's crazy to think that I've only done 30, 30 weeks of this. feels like I've been doing it a long time. But um, to start off this episode, I have a huge announcement for everybody to hear. Um, huge for me, huge for the podcast, huge. I just want to say, before I even announce what it is, I want to say thank you to these guys very, very much. It means a lot that I was given this opportunity that you guys want to be me to be a part of the team. And with that being said, Track Record is now partnered with White Noise Studios. Um, it's a small business run by some really good friends. My buddies over at E-Man, Matt, Caleb, Goddard, Chance, other Chance. There's two of us now, so that's going to get confusing. Um, all you guys, thank you very much for um, for enjoying what I'm doing and for I just, I don't know. I'm just really, really grateful. You guys uh, reached out to me and asked me to be a part of this. I'm really excited. I'm going to be putting my everything into it. Um, I'm I'm free to jump in as deep as you guys want me to go. I'm, I'm cool. I'll, I'll do all the work you guys want me to do. I'm down for everything. I think this is going to be a great, great partnership. Um, it's one where both parties feel mutual respect, feel mutual friendship, very strong friendship. Um, you guys are awesome. I'm really, really excited to see some of the cool stuff we start creating and start putting together. I'm just, um, um, it's really, it's, it's really, really humbling. I, I'm very, very grateful for it. Thank you guys a lot. And, uh, for listeners, what this means is I'm now partnered with white noise studios. I'm under their, I'm in their web of content creators. I'm a contributor. I'm a content creator. I'm another asset for their company to continue to build, to continue to grow, to continue to network to, to branches that others don't have, if that makes sense. We all know different people. We all have different things we can bring to the table. I'm an audio guy. I can help them improve the podcast. I can help them with, uh, on location shooting. If we're doing some short film type stuff for promotions, I can help with audio for that. I can, I don't know. It's just going to be, it's going to be a great, great situation for all of us, I think. And, uh, I'm, I'm really glad to call you guys good friends. Um, means a lot to me that you guys reached out seriously. I I can't really express that in words, but it, it means a ton. I'm really, really excited to see what we start making though. It's going to be really, really sick to see what we're making. And speaking of that, speaking of that, I don't know who all is coming down Saturday, February 9th. We're going to record a track record, even more about nothing collaboration podcast. I'm super hyped about it. Caleb's been bugging me and bugging me and bugging me the last few weeks. He wants to get down in the studios here at school. So we're going to make it happen. He's going to come down and we are going to get to work on a podcast. Um, we're going to try to do video for it. We don't know how, how that's going to go, how, uh, how we're going to set it up. We're going to try to do a multiple camera setup and upload it to YouTube, but I'm really pumped to have them down. I'm really, really excited to be a part of this team and to be a part of this family of people that care about each other, that want to help each other succeed, and that want to help each other do really cool things. So thank you guys. That's a huge announcement for me. Huge, huge, huge thing. So the intros are going to start being a little different. They're going to start being a little different on the channel or on the on the podcast. I hate saying on the channel. This isn't YouTube. But... I'll start introing with what's up, you guys. This is Chance from Track Record. Or what's up? I'm, I'm still working it. I don't know why I'm trying to say it right now, but I'm still working it. It'll be ready for the next solo pod. It'll be ready for the next sports pod with James. 
and we're going to get cracking on some episodes. We're going to get cracking on some content. Be on the lookout for video. Um, we did our test run last night of video for the Track Record Sports Podcast. I would love to get video for this, especially when I have guests on. I really want video. But when it's solo, I can understand not having it. You guys, it might make it more engaged. It might not. I don't really know. Um, I'm going to play around with it, though. My mom's giving me a camera. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get, get cracking on that, too. Um, with that being said, though, coming up the next few weeks, we have the collaboration podcast with even more about nothing. We have Donovan joining us as a guest next Wednesday or next week. Um, week after that, we have Hunter Lee from one of my good buddies from growing up. He is a, um, I want to say he's a physical, what is it? Physical therapy, sports, sports medicine major here at UCM. Um, I want to talk to him kind of about that stuff about just about catch up a little bit. It's going to be kind of a catch up podcast, a little reminiscent nostalgic podcast. Should be a lot of fun. Excuse me. Oh, I had to take a big drink. So we're going to have him on in the week after. We're going to have Colson Crane on to talk about music, to talk about pop culture. It's going to be a lot of fun with him, um, especially because we have kind of differing opinions on a lot of things musically. Um, but we also have very similar very, very similar opinions on a lot of music too. So that'll be a really fun conversation. Um, I'm going to start up the uh, track record conversation series here soon again. I want to get, I need to find a guest. I've, I've, the last two I've gotten in contact with have had too busy of schedules to get, to get in touch with me and to get something scheduled out. So I'm going to try to work around something, get something going on that, but definitely expect more guests. Like I promised at the beginning of the year, starting off strong with multiple guests in a row. I know the last couple have been solos, but we're going to have guests on. Um, so be on the lookout for more guests. Be on the lookout for more videos. I think James is going to do a movie discussion series on our YouTube page. Um, I'll keep you guys posted when that comes out. Of course, follow us on Instagram and Twitter, and you'll know all about it. Um, but, yeah, I just wanted to let you guys know what's up with the podcast, what's going to be happening, all these big moves we're making. Be on the lookout for big, big moves, though. This is this is the year we, we put the pedal to the floor and get going. Last year was kind of a uh, feel things out, see if I like this podcasting thing, and uh, it's stuck. It's it's going to be here a while. Thank you guys for for staying in touch, staying tuned. Um, what was I going to go with? Starting off, we're going to have a little video game talk, a little video game talk. I've been playing a lot of Smash, and every Friday down here at work, we have a Smash, like, I guess you can call it tournament, but we just play and tally up who has the most wins, and that person wins the day or whatever. And... While playing, I figured out I main Yoshi, which, come at me, I know he's kind of OP. I'm a new Smash player, though. I didn't have a Nintendo growing up. Um, so I, I, I play for fun. I play for fun. I'm learning. I ask for tips while I'm playing, but I'm, I've been playing with Yoshi. I've been playing with um, Yoshi, Samus, Bowser, and sometimes Pikachu. But Pikachu's kind of Pikachu's tough for me because he's not very tough. He's just really fast, and he flies around a lot, and I'm not great at that yet. I like Samus's projectiles. Um, agile, I can I can dodge and move a lot. I haven't figured out recovering all that much, and I haven't figured out um, some of the dodging and rolling and stuff and putting together combos I'm not great at yet. But I'm learning. It's getting a lot of fun. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Once I didn't realize, so I have at, in the dorms we have Ethernet connection for um, gaming consoles because it slows the Wi-Fi down if it's just on Wi-Fi. So I brought my, um, ethernet splitter. I brought another, another ethernet cord. That way I can have one in my PlayStation and one in my switch. Didn't realize you have to buy an external 
Ethernet adapter in order for the switch to be able to connect to Ethernet, which ticked me off because that's an extra $15, $20 on Amazon. I'm going to end up doing it once I get paid, but uh, it just made me mad because I thought I'd be able to play online for now, and I, I can't. So once I get online going at at the at the dorm, I have... I have Nintendo online, so uh, send me friend codes, send me game invites. We'll get we'll get to throwing, we'll get to throwing down. But my mains are Yoshi. Yoshi just because I do like his combos. I like the way he looks. I like the way he moves. He's quick. I like his uh, his grabs are insane. His grabs are in- incredibly good. And then his his neutral B I really like too because he just eats you and spits you out. And then you're just like a, a you're like a I don't know the saying I'm trying to think of. You're just standing there. You're like a statue. You don't move, and you take damage whenever I hit you. But uh, I've been using him a lot. Whenever we get playing, whenever I have Donovan on next week, we'll definitely talk about Smash a lot because he's super into it. And uh, whenever I'm playing heavies, though, I like I like to either use another heavy in Bowser or I'll just go up straight up projectiles and I'll go with Samus. I need to find a sword character to, to use. Um, I haven't found one yet that I love. I haven't really played around with any though because I'm still struggling with unlocking characters through the uh, spirit mode and through challenges on on the game. But I want to get a I want to get a sword character to get good at just because they are so good. Um, so if you have any recommendations, let me know and I'll try them out. See if they they fit my playstyle. Um, and now I want to talk about some of the characters that I hate. I hate 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 going against them. Isabel is one. Isabel. She's so cute. She's so small. But my God, she's so OP. Her fishing rod, oh my, oh, I want to ban her. Her fishing rod is ridiculous. Um, it catches you literally every time, I swear, unless you just wait it out. But if you if she throws it and you still walk anywhere close to it, after it's just laying on the ground, it'll still pull you up and she'll launch you. So that really, really bugs me. Um, who else? King K. Rule, I cannot stand playing against. King K. Rule's got it. An insane, first of all, he blocks like everything because he can turn his body into a shield pretty much. So he annoys me. His gun annoys me because he'll shoot the cannonball if you dodge the cannonball and you get too close and it sucks you in and he shoots you out of the gun. Um, his recovery is insane. He has that little pinwheel that pulls out of his backpack and he just flies up off the map, gets away from everything. Um, what else? There's something else about him. His down B is devastating and it sucks to get hit by it. I just, God, I just hate playing against him. Um, the next one on the list was I hate playing against Incineroar because he's in, he's so good. I haven't figured out how to play him yet. I figured out how to play King K. Rool and Isabelle. I just got to use projectile character. But playing against Incineroar is insane. He's slow, but when he catches you, he has this move where he throws you off the rope and then hits you and you go flying. And, oh, my God, it makes me so mad. I get caught by it all the freaking time, and I can't get away from it. I can't ever get away from it, so that makes me mad. Um, Snake also makes me mad just because his his rocket is, like, heat-seeking and it just finds you. You can't run away from it. It's just – it's always there. It's never going to miss. So that one that one makes me mad quite a bit. But Isabella, King K. Rule, and Incineroar are my three that I just absolutely hate playing against. Hate it so much. And then sword characters suck to play against just because they're, they're sword characters and they just – suck to play against you know unless it's like a ganondorf's is slower so he's not as bad to play against as like shulk or ike or crom or anything but he's so powerful he has like an up kick that'll launch you and then he has a like a charged up downward sword swing that if it hits you you just get annihilated 
and that one is is tough to get away from as well. But yeah, I've been playing a lot of Smash. Haven't been playing much Call of Duty. Just been watching a lot of stuff. I've been I don't know. I've taken a break a little bit. Been chilling out. Smash has been really fun though. Um, really really awful transition here. But we're gonna talk about some music stuff. There wasn't a ton of stuff that's happened. Um, not a whole lot. No no new music really has come out in the last couple weeks that I've been intrigued in. Um, yeah, it's 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 a shorter episode. Sorry guys, I just there's just not been a ton, and it's gonna be way more. It's gonna be better when I have guests on. Is my biggest thing. I want to have guests on. It extends the conversation, makes it more engaging. So we'll get that going here soon. But DMX just got out of prison, um, which is huge. He's been in there for a while. Everybody's been waiting for him to get out. And uh, one question I have is, like, who would you want to see him collaborate with now? He released a statement yesterday saying that all the all that these new rappers and stuff promote is drug use, and he wants to get away from that. So I could see, a, I don't know if their sound would sound well together, but, like, J. Cole. Ski Mask the Slum God said that he has a collaboration lined up, which would be great. I think that would be an awesome, awesome sound together. It would be really interesting to hear, though. gotta stay hydrated my mouth has been just absolutely getting parched um i would love to see that collaboration that'd be an interesting flow interesting sounds i don't know it'd be really fun i think um what else yeah that's all i had about that tory lanes is literally calling out everyone in dreamville right now um he is going at jid first right now if you haven't been caught up on this tory lane said he's the greatest rapper in the game right now greatest lyricist in the game right now which is absurd and false 100 percent um he's been saying this he came at he once he said he will run all the way through dreamville to get to jake hole to have a rap diss like a rap battle type thing which would be awful for tory lanes jake Cole would absolutely ruin him um because i'm not a, i'm not a big jake Cole fan but he is better lyrically than most other rappers are and tory lanes fits under the that umbrella of people that J. Cole is better than. Um, but J, J, he's been calling J.I.D. out on Twitter, and J.I.D.'s been responding and liking fans' tweets about just ending his career right now. And God, please do it, J.I.D. Do it. Just do it, please. I would love it. And if he thinks he wins it, he's going to be absurd because there's, there's absolutely no way he's going to win it. I would love to see it, though. I think he should do it. And then if he moves on to the next level – it's going to be like Earth Gang or something, and Earth Gang will wreck him. He moves on to Kaz. Kaz is going to wreck him. Boz is going to wreck him. It's just not looking great for Tory Lanez in that, in that camp. Going after that camp specifically is not great. He knew not to go over go go after TDE because everyone in that camp will destroy him, including SZA. He knew not to go over to go at Pro Era because everyone there will destroy him. The Beast Coast in general would destroy him. He wouldn't stand a chance. He knew not to go against the Dirty South. They've got a lot of good lyricists down there right now. A lot of it's underground, though, so I could understand not going after that. But he picked Dreamville, a, a label that prides himself on lyrical, thoughtful content, lyrical, 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 conscious rap. A camp that prides himself on that. That That's their selling point, is that they are conscious rappers, that they focus on being the best lyricists in the game and that's who you're going after it's bold I can't, I can't say it's not bold it's really really bold is it the best move ever no not at all it's not a great move 
Um, I do want to see what songs come out come out of this. What and what was weird is whenever Tory Lanez called out JID, he told JID to go first. Usually, if you don't want to go first, you're not confident that you're going to win because you go. If you're second, you go off what the other person said, and then you just make it's just a response record at that point. But I'm okay with JID going first. Just end it, end it quickly, end it quick. That's all I want to get. End it quick. Tory Lanez is acting like this is a Mortal Kombat tournament, like he's moving up through the ranks, like he'll get another chance if if he fails, but he just won't. I would love for the JID disc just to be an entire Dreamville collaboration song where they just absolutely crap all over Tory Lanez. That would be hilarious to me. If he just got everybody together and was like, hey, listen, we're just going to absolutely shit on Tory Lanez right now. It would be amazing. I would love it. Um, I don't see that happening. I see JID going at it full force by himself. I see him causing a lot of problems for Tory Lanez. It, I just, it'll be fun. It'll be really funny to see because the Dreamville guys will go extremely hard. I know Tory Lanez is going to try really hard, but I just don't see him hanging around with those guys. Just You just won't. Um, another thing I want to talk about was the fact that right now the wave on Twitter and social media is to promote really, really bad music, and uh, we need to put an end to that. I know, I know that sometimes listening to trap music or just fun music is fun. I know music is subjective. I know, I know, I just know. And promoting somebody like Blueface per per se for instance, is absurd to me because he's literally so bad. People are, I know people like him, I get it, whatever. People are overhyping this guy ridiculously. It was like a meme to overhype like Lil Pump and stuff, but Lil Pump at least makes like enjoyable on beat, on tempo music with an okay voice to listen to. Everything he makes is catchy, but Blueface doesn't rap on beat, doesn't rap on tempo. He literally, oh my God, excuse me. He literally doesn't, he's not good. He's just not. I hate seeing it. And it this happens in many genres. It's not just rap. It happens in a lot of genres. We promote these people that are more of, a big personality than they are a good musician or artist. And I already know I'm going to get some Kanye. Well, Kanye is a big personality. He's not good as an artist. Get out of here. Get out of my mentions with that. I don't want to hear about that because you're wrong. <clears throat> God, my voice is cracking like a 12-year-old this whole episode. Um, I just, it makes me, it just makes me sick to see bad art promoted and I I get it art is subjective in a whole but sometimes you got to look and just realize that something is bad and it's okay to say it's bad it really is okay to say that it's bad and we got to stop accepting bad or mediocre stuff I understand it's good for radio it's good to just sit back and listen to but shouldn't we be expecting the most like the best out of these artists who are getting paid millions of dollars I understand the record label's bad. Record the the major music industry is bad and it's snaky and they're doing shady things to these artists and exploiting them. I get that, but they still have contracts to make a lot of 
lot of money. They have access to the best production in the game, the best studios in the game, the best everything, and you're still putting out mediocre to poor content. I just think it's unacceptable. I'm not, I mean, it's just not, it's not cool to me. It's overdone at this point. Everybody hypes it up. It's never good. And another thing, somebody's going to come at me because I, I thought Lift Yourself by Kanye was really funny, and I do like that he's taking his guard down and kind of just releasing fun tracks. But that song was literally made as a troll to Drake because Drake wanted that beat. So then Kanye just did that over it and released it, and it went huge because everything he does goes huge. But these people are building up these personalities and are becoming this personality, and they're getting so consumed by this personality that what they're doing is is ultimately declining and I don't think Blueface was ever good but I also just saw on the Breakfast Club Blueface didn't even know that he was signed to four different record labels he has four contracts and he had no idea about it um the record label just absolutely being shady and being just not it's not right it's not and I understand artists are supposed to read the contracts their managers are supposed to read the contracts their agents need to read the contracts but how often does that actually happen? They just want the money, they want the deal, and so they go for it. I think I think it's ridiculous. I think artists definitely need to pay attention to what they're signing, what it entails, what the parameters of it are. It needs to be it needs to be completely understood before they just sign their sign the deal. And that's why I think the the rise of the independent artist is so huge right now. Nobody wants to sign these contracts that are controlling their lives, controlling what they can put out, controlling who they can work with, what they can do, what studios they can go to. These independent artists are are doing whatever they want. They're making the music they want. They're making the sounds they want. They're, they can be as experimental as they want. They can work with who they want. I just think it's the move. Look at, in the past few years, people who have gone and made incredibly large albums that have got big followings in the past few years. Chance the Rapper with Coloring Book, completely independent, had no help with it. Frank Ocean with Blonde, yeah, he released Endless right before that on the record label and then came back and was like, no, nah, here's the real album and dropped um, Blonde, which Endless, if you have a CDQ version, is amazing. Oh, it's an amazing album. But he he did, and Blonde went huge and he's he has a cult following because of it. Earl, Earl Sweatshirt just dropped his latest album as an independent artist. You, then you look at people on the end of, indie side, like indie alternative music, Mac DeMarco is on an independent label. Um, Mac Miller was on an independent label. He was on a major label, but then he also had his independent label that supported these other smaller artists. I just think that's the way right now. Um, it's going to become more prominent as well because you don't have to rely on the record label to put your music out. Now that there's streaming, now that there's YouTube, you and SoundCloud and Bandcamp that you can get paid for, you no longer need the major record label to put an album out it's it's almost obsolete yeah it's nice to have that money it's nice to have all these people who will do whatever you need in order for you to put out the best album but they also want you to put out the specific sound that's why sometimes artists will make albums that all sound the same it's because the record label wants they know that sound sells so they want you to continue to make music that sounds like that sound and uh it's really cool to see on independent labels they can get more experimental they can make the music that they want to make at that specific time. And I think that's incredibly important. You look at most graphic designers, traditional artists, dancers, whatever it is. Yes, they can be given specific parameters for what they want the feel to be. But then ultimately they get their own, they get to make 
the art from scratch as their own, the way they want to do it, with what colors they want to use, whatever they, they get full creative control over their content. And that in the music industry, I think right now, if you're assigned to a record label, you don't get that freedom. They want you to make something that sounds a specific way because it's selling, because they're going to sell records that way, because they're going to profit off you and then cut you a quarter of that check. I think it's ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. That money from that album should go to the artist and to people who contributed that art to that album being made, whether it's producers, whether it's background singers, whether it's a, somebody who's playing a violin on an album, which the record label ultimately does pay those people that they bring in, but they take so much money away from the artist who put so much work into it and it's much it's much like any other job. You work at a you work for ten dollars an hour at some job in a factory. You're making everything happen, but everybody's profiting off of you and your work. It's just how the world works, especially in a capitalistic society like America. And it sucks. It really, really does. But I think you're gonna see a transition for more big music artists to transition over to independent, whether it's they own their own label and then they have people under them or whatever. I just think you're gonna see within the next 10, 15 years, you're going to see the decline of the major record label and you're going to see the rise of the artist being the boss of themselves and it's going to be incredible. It's going to be a great, great experience. That's why you're seeing so many people who post music on the Twitter or Instagram or YouTube. They're getting huge because they they build a following, word of mouth spreads, people get excited about it and then they're ultimately making a living for themselves and not being tied to any specific contract regulations, not being signed to work with certain people who are on a certain record label. They get complete creative conf- complete creative freedom over the content they're putting out. Um, that's why a lot of these, like, uh, it's almost like, I'm trying to think of how do I want to word it, like bedroom music, people who make music in their bedroom have been blowing up lately, absolutely blowing up, or people that are making music in their garage or in their basement. You're seeing these young and they're younger people you're seeing them blow up and having major success because they continue to do what they want how they want it and it's and it's amazing i i love it um i hope to see people stay independent i hope to i want i want you to get the check but i want you to stay independent i want to see you have complete com, complete creative freedom over the content that you're putting out i think it's super important i think that it is maybe the most important thing to stay true to yourself, to stay true to your content, to stay true to what you want to do. And that's why I was, I didn't hesitate to get to, uh, involve myself with white noise. They said, I get complete creative control over what I, what content I want to put out. They don't have any restrictions on who I can work with, who I can't work with. And that's sick. And it, it, it does help that they're small. They're a small business. They are all creators themselves. They all understand that sometimes you want to work with some different people. You want to try new things and they're okay with that. And that's why I love it. Um, I think it's super important. That's probably the most important thing for me as somebody who creates podcasts, as somebody who creates, who's just a content creator. I think it's the most important thing to be yourself, to put out content that you want to put out and to have complete freedom over what you're putting out. Um, it's just huge for me. Um, I was going to talk about how much I absolutely hate AirPods, but I don't really want to talk about that anymore. Um, I just want to leave you guys with um, 
just that, just if you are thinking about creating something, if you were thinking about doing art, if you're thinking about doing a podcast, a podcast, I just said oddcast, if you're thinking about doing a podcast, if you think about making music, if you think about blogging or writing or making short stories, writing scripts, making videos, anything, shooting photography, go do it. Don't don't let anything hold you back because you never know what's going to come out of it. Did I think last June when I started my podcast in my bedroom with my $30 microphone that anything was going to come of it? No. I just wanted to get better at talking on air. I wanted to get more comfortable with my voice. I wanted to a little better at researching topics, which this week I know I lacked in. I'm sorry for that. But I just wanted to put myself out there. I wanted to have fun doing it, which I have been having the most fun ever doing it. And I just wanted to, to create some content and, and just get, just have fun. Honestly, I just wanted to have fun. I wanted to create something and I created it completely out of nothing. Um, I started out, I wanted to do a so my first initial name was Sound Supply, which I still like. I might do something with it at some point. But then I was developing the name, and I was like, I don't want to just be Sound Supply because I don't want to just talk about music. And so I thought of track record. You still think of music a little bit, but you kind of think of – it kind of sounds like history. And that's what I feel like I'm doing here is I'm making history within my own life. That's, that was kind of deep. But – uh I just wanna, I just wanted to create. I wanted to make something out of nothing. That's what I've been doing, and then it's blossomed, and people actually enjoy what I'm putting out, and I I love that. I'm really really grateful for that, and it's allowed me to now get get with white noise, to get with the guys that even more about nothing. It's helped me network. It's it's really opened me up to not be so shy, and to not be scared. I used to be scared of putting myself out here like this. I used to be scared of what are people going to think if I start writing or drawing or doing something like this, but it's taught me not to care. It's taught me to have fun. It's taught me to put myself out there. It's really, really an amazing thing. And I'm really glad I started doing this. And I just want to say, go do it, whatever it may be, whatever it is, you live literally one time. And I know it's cliche to say you, you, you live once, but you do. You live once. Why not make the absolute most of it? If you try something and it doesn't go the way you thought, at least you learned from it. At least you learned that's not what you want to do. At least you learned you're not good at that. At least you learned something from it. But you'll never know until you try it. You'll never know until you go do it. So why not go do it? With that, I'm going to be done. Um... Just, I've just, I don't know, I've been thinking a lot. We were talking down here in the labs about happiness and about staying positive and spreading positive messages because around this time of year in the winter, people kind of get down. The sun's not out as much. It's not warm. You're not getting the vitamin D you need. Um, and so people need to hear some positive messages. I just want to, I want to spread some positive positivity into the air. I want to speak it into existence. I want to, I want to make you guys feel positive. I want you guys to get happy Go do what you want to do. Go create what you want to create. Just go do it. And if it doesn't work, try something else. Um, yeah, just try to, if you, yeah, just go try it. Go do it. I had a train of thought going and I completely forgot about it. So I had to drop it. My bad. But um, coming up, 
I have concerts I'm going to, and I would love to see all of your faces there. Let me know if you're going to be at any of them. Um, coming up February 17th, I believe, Travis Scott, round number four for your boy. Um, coming to Kansas State, the Sprint Center. If you're going to be there, let me know. Um, April, not April, February 27th, I'm going to see Kiss with my dad and his friend. If you're going to be there, let me know. I'll meet up. It'll be my first time seeing them, so I'm excited. February 28th, Action Bronson will be at the Granada in Lawrence. I will be there. Come say hi. Come jam out with me. Come have a good time. I'm extremely excited for that concert. Haven't seen him yet. April 24th, I believe, Power Trip is coming to Kansas City at the Riot Room. This will be the week after my 21st birthday, so I'm super hyped to celebrate with one of my favorite metal bands. I'm extremely hyped. Small place, going to be loud, going to be a lot of energy. Um, Come say hi to me there if you're into that. I might be going to Slayer in May. And then Earl Sweatshirt just announced he will be in in Lawrence at the Granada April 10th, and I will be there as well. I believe it's a Wednesday night. Um, If you're going to be going to any of those shows, please, please, please let me know. I would love to meet some of you guys, especially if I don't know you. If I do know you, I'd love to see you. Um, Since I'm down here in Warrensburg, I don't get to see everybody that I want to all the time. So come hang out. Come listen to good music. Come jam out. Um, Thank you guys for listening. It really means a lot to me. Something just like fell in this room that I'm recording in. It kind of scared me. Um, But thank you guys a lot. Remember that if you're having doubts about going and creating, if you're having doubts about putting yourself out there, drop your guard and just do it. Even if it's just one time, try it and do it. Put it out there in the world. Speak some positivity into existence. Be happier. And if you ever need anybody to talk to, let me know. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at underscore C-H-V-N-C-E-Y underscore. That's at underscore C-H-V-N-C-E-Y underscore on Instagram and Twitter. Um, I'm pretty active on both. I respond to DMs quickly. So if you want to talk about anything, if you need to vent, if you need to ask me any questions, please feel free to, to hit me up. I will not stray away from answering questions and helping you out. Um, like I said, big, 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 big things coming up now that I'm partnered up with White Noise Studios. Thank you guys for that once again. It means a lot to me. I can't wait to start creating some new content. And this has been episode number 30, 30 weeks into the track record podcast now in partnership with white noise studios. Thank you all for listening and don't forget to keep a clean track record.